Hi, my friends, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Minicat Musings podcast. I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. Daft Timon. And on this occasion, I'm afraid we are going to be jumping into some serious business. The the difficult and uh, at times emotional subject of gun violence, which... Here in the UK, thankfully, is not uh, at, at the level it could be in other parts of the world. Although we do have gun violence here in the UK, it would be be naive to believe otherwise. But we don't have remotely the same problem with gun violence that we have in other parts of the world. I'm referring specifically to the the recent events in in Texas, although you could choose a number of examples and occasions of gun violence in the USA. In fact, very recently, of course, we've had the shooting in the t- uh, town of Buffalo in, uh, in New York State, which saw someone with semi-automatic weapons kill 10 people. And in Texas, we've had... 19 children as well as two adults killed by by gunmen in uh, armed with similar weapons and it's just it's you know, as a, as a father it's unimaginable to me that every time my daughter goes to school she could be exposed to something like that if i was living in america and i knew that my daughter was having to to do active shooter drills and that kind of thing, it would break my heart. I mean, it does break my heart that, that, that kids in America have to go through this. Young children as well. I mean, they, they start learning this thing early. They start learning early on for how to protect themselves from gun violence. But surely that's, you know, that's the wrong message. The stress it must place upon them. Oh, it just baffles me. It absolutely baffles me. And then you see people defend you know the, the presence of guns in society as though it's perfectly normal and should be seen to be normal we have people clamoring for more guns in schools to somehow protect them armed guards patrolling the hallways can you imagine going to school having to go through metal detectors and then watch armed guards go through the building whilst of course then having to you go through regular sort of drills to protect yourself from gun violence it's staggering beyond belief and it just as i say it it shocks me it stuns me there are many things that i stress about in terms of my daughter and her experience at school but one of the things i do not stress about is is her safety yes you can never say that there was absolutely zero risk. But it seems like in the US that risk is far greater. Right now, guns, gun violence is the biggest cause of death in, among children and teenagers in the United States. And yet there is, there is very little going on to address it in any kind of meaningful way. People say... You know, armed teachers put more guns in schools, and then they decry 
they decry the powers that be for not doing that. But what they should be doing is having a look at the rest of the world. And instead of sneering at the idea that guns equal freedom, and if you don't have guns, you're not really free. Because to me, that argument's frankly bullshit. How about taking a look at places like Japan, for instance, which has got very tight gun control laws and virtually no gun crime whatsoever. Have a look right here at the UK. I'm not saying that the UK is perfect and brilliant in respect of of gun crime or in crime in general. But statistically speaking, we're far less likely to be murdered here. That's a reality which some Americans, some people in general, don't want to acknowledge, but it's the truth. France, Germany, Italy, Spain, there are so many other countries out there that do not have this endemic problem of school shootings. And one of the common denominators here, and I'm not saying it's the only reason, but one of the common threads is that all these countries practice different forms of gun control measures. And they all do it differently, as I say. In Germany, there are, in fact, quite a few guns in circulation among the population. There are a lot more guns, actually, in Germany than there are here in the UK uh, in circulation. There are strict rules around the types of guns you can have in Germany and the types of ammunition and the, the number of guns you can own. But nonetheless, they do have guns. What they also have are much tighter background checks and they also have regular ongoing evaluations of gun owners as well. And there are various other forms of gun control measures out there that are proven to work. Here's a fact for you. A fact that uh, I recently brought up but found it being sort of thrown out a little bit by one Brandon Smith. And I don't know whether or not he's going to uh, acknowledge this through my website because he didn't share the the links when I posted them. In fact, he didn't share that particular comment for some reason. But he was arguing that uh, Europe in general terms is, is more dangerous than, uh, than the USA. But actually, that's something of a myth. And when you look at, for example... Uh, murder rates, the most violent of all crimes, of course, murder. Well, his arguments don't actually seem to to bear much fruit. He argued that Norway actually, on a per capita basis, has a bigger problem with uh, with mass shootings, yet Norway's homicide rate uh, for 2020 per 100,000 people comes in at 0.6. Whereas the US murder rate is, with guns only, forgetting other forms of weapon here, comes in at 5 per 100,000 people. 0.6 versus 5. In other words, you are considerably more likely to be murdered in the USA with a gun than you are in Norway via any means. Considerably more. And the same also applies here in the UK. Brandon was making an argument that uh, the UK is one of the worst countries in the world for um, for what well, knife crime. 
Uh, and yet, our um, our issue with knives here, yes, it's a problem. 40% of all murders in the UK involve blades. The UK murder rate with only knives, uh, so if you, if you forget other forms, works out to just under 0.5 per 100,000 people. Uh, whereas the US murder rate, as mentioned with guns, is 5 per 100,000 people. So, to put it another way, once again, I am considerably less likely to be killed in the UK with a knife than someone is likely to be killed in America with a gun. So, I don't know where Red Brandon's pulling this information from, but all the information that I've been able to find, all the research that I've done, and I've done this more than once now over the years, strongly suggests that the UK is indeed a fundamentally safer place to live than the USA. Not perfect, as I've said before, but are we safer here? Yes. Am I much safer sending my daughter to school here? Yes. Those are the the cold, hard facts, the reality of the situation. And, you know, the, the Brandons of this world, for some reason, want to remain oblivious to this because they believe that their right to have a gun, their constitutional right to have, bear arms, uh, is, is a price worth paying. I don't think that kids being slaughtered at school is a price worth paying for for unfettered access to firearms. <laughs> I really don't think that is ever a price worth paying. I, I just can't get my head around it, you know? I have no doubt whatsoever there are millions of responsible gun owners in America, as there are in other parts of the world. But the fact remains, the USA has a much, much, much bigger problem with gun violence than the UK has with knife violence. Much greater problem. And if you're trying to argue otherwise, then you are to be willfully ignorant of facts and reality. And if you're being willfully ignorant, then frankly, another way to look at that is you're being dishonest. Uh, as, 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 as blunt as that sounds, if you're going to make that kind of argument, you are lying. You know, if you try to suggest that somehow the problem with, with knives in the UK is remotely equivalent to the problem with guns in America, and you're going to ignore facts which otherwise, you're lying. And as I say, it's very curious that Brandon declined to post my comment with, with fact-based links that demonstrated he was incorrect about his claims about Europe and violence. I can only... Well, do we give him the benefit of the doubt? Do I assume that my comment didn't make it through some kind of filter. It did appear at one point uh, as being held in moderation, then it vanished. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, perhaps it has since reappeared. I've not checked his site for a couple of hours. So maybe it's back. But um, but certainly at one point it was in moderation, then it vanished. I can only assume it's the links. Sometimes links in comments get picked up by spam filters. So perhaps it's something as innocent as that. We shall give him the benefit of the doubt, but not indefinitely, of course. And I haven't decided whether to go back to his site because I can only imagine it being something of a loving at this point to a certain degree. 
but I have linked to his site via Meerkat Musings and presumably he'll get a ping back from that, I don't know. Um, and my in my comments, I've made it plain as to who I am, my profile, if you like, links to my website. So it's not like my arguments in response are going to be difficult to find, but we shall see. We shall see. But to swing back to it again, the argument that guns make things safer, it's not really borne out by reality. The argument that you need guns in order to be free, which is another argument that Brandon brought up, I would say that if you define your freedom via a gun barrel, then your sense of freedom is extraordinarily fragile indeed. It just goes to show that you have some latent insecurities there somewhere. If you believe that a deadly weapon is is a symbol of freedom, it 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 doesn't make sense to me. And also, another argument which comes up all the time, of course, is that you know the guns are there to help resist the rise of tyranny. Okay, well, once upon a time when, uh, you know, when the average militia and armed forces had equivalent weapons, that might have made a degree of sense. But let's, you know, propose for a second scenario where the where the US government decides it is indeed going to uh, form a dictatorship, it's going to squash voting rights and democracy, and it does so with the, the backing of most of the US military. What good will a bunch of ragtag militias be against the US war machine? Now, yes, I know that you know, historically rebellions and resistance can and do succeed, but the US Army, US soldiers, have considerably better training than the average gun owner in America. They have access to considerably better weapons as well, not just in terms of, of their sidearms and, and rifles, but they also have access to things like uh, armed drones. They have access to tanks. They have access to mortars. They have access to RPGs. They have access to gunships. And then, of course, you've got the US Navy, which can launch cruise missiles at great distance. And you have the Air Force, which can project its power across thousands of miles. So they're going to steamroll in this hypothetical scenario any kind of, of militia that might form. So we don't have this broad equivalence anymore between the armed forces and the militias. We actually have a big disparity. So that argument that, that gun owners will resist tyranny doesn't really bear fruit. And another way of looking at it is, you know, what, hap- what would happen if a force equivalent in power to the USA invaded American soil tomorrow? The average gun owner is not going to be the one on the front lines fighting. Not a chance. It's going to be down to the US military. 
Because the average gun owner with zero training, zero experience, is probably going to be more of a liability on the battlefield than a, than a help. And the armed forces won't want them there because they're just going to get in the way. And again, the, you know, the, the average gun owner will not have access to the weaponry of a full-blown military force. So that argument, to me, is, is hogwash, quite frankly. It doesn't hold water. There's so much wrong with this picture. So many of the arguments in favour of guns overlook some, some simple facts which anyone can learn by doing a little bit of research. About 10 minutes on Google will reveal a lot of what you need to know. The USA has one of the worst murder rates among developed nations and it's quite sad really that they tolerate this over and over again. They tolerate deaths of children in a place where they should feel safe for the sake of bearing arms. As I've said already in this podcast, as I've said before, I do not fear for my daughter at school. Yes, there are things I worry about, but the possibility of her being shot at by a maniac with a gun is not one of them. Whereas for parents in America, every single time they send the kids to school, in the back of their minds, they must be wondering, will my child be next? And the solution of throwing more guns at the problem, it's like throwing fire at a fire in the hope of putting the fire out. It's nonsensical. And that's obvious to pretty much anyone, everyone around the world, apart from the... The Second Amendment nuts. And I'm not saying you know, ban guns. I'm not saying get rid of all guns. A lot of the, a lot of the talk from, uh, from some of the people that I've argued with is that, as you mentioned, gun control, they equate it with a gun ban. No, not necessarily. Like I've said before, in some countries you've got gun ownership, but you have gun control measures to go with it. These measures are applied consistently across the entire country. In the USA... You've got different laws depending on what state you travel to. Uh, and then sometimes even within states, you have different laws depending on, on, on what city you go to. And when you have this inconsistency, that will create problems of its own. Of course it will. It, it's mad that you would do things like that, but there you go. Whereas... Now, here in the UK, the laws around guns are broadly speaking the same, sometimes a little bit different in Scotland and a little bit different in Wales, but they are largely very, very similar. In Germany, they're consistent across the entire country. In France, they're consistent across the entire country. And that no doubt makes things a lot easier to control and to manage. But for some reason, that's not how they do things in America. That situation leads to arguments that in places where there are fewer, where there's, the argument is that places in America with stricter gun control have more gun violence. Well, not only is that not entirely true, in fact, it's often not true, but in those areas where it perhaps is true, it's, again, because you have inconsistent gun control laws, sometimes within the same state. When you have inconsistency, you create problems. But, Often these arguments fall on deaf ears.
because it's it's easier it would seem to do nothing than to do something part of that is down to the the money and power hungry national rifle association the nra which has a great deal of clout in america <laughs>